Welcome to Ghost Gaze, a hauntingly gay podcast. Hey, welcome back to Ghost Gaze. I'm Carson. I'm Colleen. And today we've got a very, very, very special episode for you. And Colleen will tell you a little bit more because I don't remember what it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's that a really one thing. A... Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's that one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please be patient with us. We have the memories of goldfish. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about the elevator game, spooky, scary yes. skeletons. <laughs> Um, so for those of you who don't know, we kind of talked about it a little bit about like one of the things that we did at the Omni Parker house, but the elevator game, first of all, if you're going to play, it has to be in a building with more than 10 floors or at least 10 yes. floors. Um, but the goal is you enter at the, at the first floor and you either have to be by yourself or you can be with people but they say no more than two people can go with you right um and you would go into an empty elevator press the floors uh in this order it would be four two six two ten and five and when you reach the fifth floor a woman is going to enter the elevator they say that you can't look at her you can't talk to her. You can't acknowledge her existence because she will steal your soul and trap you in the other realm. Spooky. <clears throat> Spooky, right? So delicious. after you reach the fifth floor and the woman gets on, you press the button for the first floor again. And at that point, you're either going to go down to the first floor or you'll ascend up to the 10th floor. Either way, no matter what floor you get on. Um, Don't be a bitch. You, like, leave the elevator immediately. Yeah. Leave the elevator. Don't look back. Don't look at the woman again. You don't want to get stuck. Um like we did. <laughs> we did not get stuck. Okay, yeah, but the the elevator wouldn't move. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, but we weren't in danger of getting stuck in the other realm. I think that was just the ghosties fucking with us. Yeah, I think the ghosts were like, oh, you want to play this game? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm game if you're game. <laughs> So after you get off, if you go up to the 10th floor successfully, it means that you have completed the ritual. You're now in the other realm. And they say that the top three ways to tell that you're in the other realm is that the colors, it's going to look exactly like the environment that you were in before, except that the colors are going to be just like a little bit off. Like they're either going to be too muted or too bright. Mm-hmm. Um there's not going to be any electricity and your cell phones or electronics won't work. Ours did. So, haha. So, and then they say, if you are playing this game and you enter the other realm and you need to leave, you would get back in the elevator and then you would press the buttons in the same, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, I just had the shit scared out of me. What? By who? Your cat? A car on the street. Oh. <laughs> was it that Tesla? No, it was just a car driving up the street. I like I'm outside smoking, so um it like reflected the lights off the front door. Mm. And then that bounced off the taillight of a car, so it was like flash flash. It's <laughs> like, oh my god, the ghosties. You. So like we're here, bitch. <laughs> so um anyways. 
if you're at any point ready to return to the other realm, you would get back in the elevator with, again, either by yourself, like, don't try to bring anybody with you, because why would you? Um, Yeah. Or with the people that you originally were in the elevator with. Um, But no more, no less than who was in the elevator to begin with. Um, Mm -hmm. And you would press the buttons in the same order that you pressed them to start playing the game. Only this time, when you hit the first floor, you will go down to the first floor and you leave. But the woman will get back on, and this time, as you try to leave, she's pissed. Because we didn't acknowledge her? Well, partially that, but like it, it's the whole thing. If you complete the ritual and then successfully get back to the other side, she's supposedly furious that you were able to like go to the other realm and come back alive. Mm, I get that. Um, yeah, so fun game for the family. <laughs> yeah, ages 12 and up. <laughs> Hasbro. <laughs> I mean, Hasbro made a Ouija board, so. They're like at-home elevator game. So Elisa or Eliza Lamb, I'm not entirely sure how she pronounced her first name. How is it spelled again? E-L-I-S-A. How do I pronounce her name, person? Eliza. Let's go with Eliza. Okay, Eliza Lamb. So she was a woman who was staying in Los Angeles, and she was reported missing at the beginning of February. They didn't find her until February 19th and she was her body was found uh, in a water tank that was on top of the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles where she was staying. She was very young, which is one of the most tragic was things. She? she was 21. Oh. Yeah, so sad. she went she went missing January 31st in 2013. Um and they say that they think that she died February 1st. So the reason why her death specifically, because it's the Cecil Hotel. Cecil Hotel? I think it's Cecil. Why do we not know how to pronounce things? <laughs> no so the, the Cecil Hotel, <laughs> it's like notoriously famous for being haunted and weird shit happening Hello. there. And it said that she might have been playing the elevator game because there is footage of her. And I sent that to you earlier today and you took a look at that. Yeah, and I right? watched it. Yeah, I watched um, that. It's super weird. We'll have a, a link up or part of the video up on our Instagram for it. But um, you can see her, like, pressing buttons in the elevator. Yeah. And, like, jumping in and out. And she's, like, looking in and out of the elevator. And it looks like she's trying to, like, press to get to the first floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of theories that she got on the elevator to play the game and then either got off at the wrong floor and was like stuck or like trying to get back or being followed by something like Mm -hmm. a lot of people believe that she must have acknowledged the woman and that she was running from the woman in the elevator yeah that makes sense yes yeah that was a creepy video um she Parts of it, she looked like she was drunk, but the other parts, she looked like she was, like, running from something or, like, seeing if something was there. Right. So, the other side of the argument was that she was, like, diagnosed, like, it was public knowledge that she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but here's the thing with the whole argument of, well, maybe she just like overdosed on drugs or like was like having a psychotic break or like blah, 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 blah. And she jumped into the water tower and killed herself. The thing is, is that like she was found, I think, without her clothes on. Oh. Just like floating in the water tower. She had to have closed the lid herself after getting mm-hmm. in the water tower, which means that she would have had to have like gotten in stripped naked and then somehow found a way to like climb up the wall of the water tower and close the very heavy lid behind her and just let herself drown i don't really know if i believe that she killed herself angle the only way i could see that working is if maybe like there was a maintenance worker who saw that the water tower was cracked Mm-hmm. Like open, and they said, "Oh, that's weird. Let me go close that." But and I then they smell the dead body. Well, I mean, I think that's eventually what ended up happening. Is no, what ended up Makes happening? Sense. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. This is a chaotic description. <laughs> <laughs> Let me start over. Okay. So, going back to the the lid. Was that I could see a um, maintenance worker closing it Sorry. because they saw it was open. Yeah. But I don't understand how they could get all the way up to the top of the water tower and be pushing that lid shut without seeing something floating in the water. Yeah, I know. So um, they didn't discover her body in the water tower because um, for so long because like, I mean, why would they, you know? Right. They only knew that there was something wrong with the water because the guests at the hotel were starting to taste something funny in the water. It was people. It was people. It was uh, Eliza Lamb. Yeah, people don't taste it. was decomposing in the water tank. So it said that the day that she disappeared, the day of her death, she was scheduled to check out of the Cecil Cecil Hotel and leave for Santa Cruz. And she had been like calling her parents every day during this trip that she was taking abroad. And so her parents didn't hear from her on February 1st. And that's when they called Los Angeles police to let them know that, hey, um, our daughter has been calling us every day for the past like month and she didn't. And we know something is wrong. The hotel staff was on record as saying that they saw Lamb and said that that day that she disappeared and that she was alone the whole day. And then outside of the hotel, there's only one person that remembered seeing her that day that she disappeared and said that when she met her, she was outgoing, very lively, and very friendly. She was getting gifts to take home to her family. It's another reason to think that it might not have been a suicide. Right. So another check in the box of something freaky deaky going on is that when they searched her room, they literally found like nothing out of the ordinary. Like mm-hmm. she'd been taking her meds. There wasn't, like, any sign that she was having a really bad psychotic episode or, like, manic episode, bipolar episode, anything. Yeah. Like, by all accounts, she seemed normal. So unless something happened to make her kind of take a nosedive in the mental health department, they were like, we don't know what happened. Yeah, it's weird. Very weird. Oh, so going back to the the video, the the video was released February 15th, and then her body was found the day after. And I just, I think that's like, oh, I'm sorry. It was not the day after. It was four days after. 
less than a week after the video of her jumping in and out of the elevator was released. Mm-hmm. Her body was found in the water tower. Spooky. I think that's just kind of like a weird coincidence. Yeah, I do too. Especially since like there's been so many deaths and hauntings, you know, supposed hauntings at the Cecil Hotel in the past. It wouldn't surprise me if something was caught there and that's not a great place to play the elevator game. So, you know. Yeah, like we were pretty dumb to try to play it. Um, yeah. On the, but like, <laughs> yeah, your voice crack a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we were pretty dumb to to do it there because we were also on the third elevator, which I didn't really think about until after we were walking out safely on the streets. Yeah. Yeah. It it's so weird to think about like this very simple innocent sounding folklorish thing mm-hmm. could have been the thing that like killed this woman. I know it's kind of crazy that that can actually happen. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about portals many times. I fully believe there's a portal there or something. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's just like, I don't even like looking at pictures of that place. No, it just I sends a chill down my spine. It's just something about knowing Everything that's happened there is absolutely horrifying to me. Yeah. I would love to do an episode on the Cecil Hotel. The other, or not the other, but one of the weird things about where the body ended up was that doors and stairs that have access to the hotel's roof um, were locked. So they weren't really sure... Mm how she could have gotten all the way up to the roof because there was no access. Um, They thought that maybe, maybe the fire escape, she could have gotten up the fire escape. um, Probably. It's it's climbable. They brought like, they brought dogs to try and sniff out the route that she must've taken. And they Mm -hmm. lost her scent around that point. And so they could never really fully prove um, that she had taken the fire escape to get up to the roof. Right. That's crazy. So it says that they took police dogs up on the roof, like, not that long after she disappeared. Like, while she was still in the water tank, they took police dogs up there, and they they still could not find her. Oh, really? Really. Spooky. Like, it really makes you think what could have gotten her up there and evading, like, all sort of, I don't know, scent. Mm -hmm. Do you think, like, being, like, possessed by something or... Being, like, swept up by something taking you to kill you would cover your scent like that? It might, because there are... What are they? It's not, like, recorded incidents, but, like, there are some people who've said bodies have just appeared in one room, disappeared, and, and like, appeared in another room. Like, talking about, like, a dead body or, like, a person. So, mm-hmm. again, it could be one of those portal things where there may be a portal nearby and it teleported her there. I don't know. That sounds wild and crazy, but that's kind of what I've heard things happen. So maybe in a way it could have just gotten rid of her scent completely, especially if she just like portaled there. God, that sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> right. Um. Mm-hmm. So I've read that another ongoing theory about the elevator footage is that um what we could have been seeing is... Like her, not not um, Eliza herself, but like the image of her soul trying to reach back through to the other realm. Like 
Right. But that when she acknowledged the woman in the elevator, she immediately was like taken. Right. And so that's when she uh, died and her body was put in the elevator, put in the elevator. So a lot of people believe that the last, like the elevator footage is her trying to like fight back or reach through, but she doesn't have anything mm-hmm. to like cling on to in the mortal side of things. Like the human right. side of things. Oh yeah, I get that. Okay. Ooh. Just another interesting thing to think about that it could potentially be image of like a human soul trying to reach through right it's also said that during her autopsy um they like didn't fully record it or it was just like really incomplete information Mm -hmm. so it like they say that they ran a rape kit but there's no any sort of like rape kit on file no history of it being done no record oh but they say that they did it weird yeah. And like they said that they did a fingernail kit and there's no record or samples from any of that. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. So it says that the coroner's pathologists appear to be ambivalent about their conclusion that Lamb's death was accidental. That's weird because like when she was acting so erratically, but like accidental as in like she drowned or accidental as in like. I don't know. She accidentally like shot herself or something. I wasn't. Did they say what the cause of death was? Um, just drowning. She drowned. So it was drowning. Okay. So on the logic I mean, side of things, they say that this bipolar woman, who now that I look back through my notes, <laughs> I see was potentially under medicating, um, mm-hmm. which would have led to a psychotic break. Sure. And um, they believe that she found a way to get up to the roof, climb in a water tower, and just go to sleep. Even though she had next to no prescription and over-the-counter drugs in her system. Like, she had nothing mm-hmm. really in her system at all. Why? She had, like... She did have some alcohol, but it was, like, way lower than the legal limit. But I don't know. They just... I, I they assume that she maybe didn't even fall asleep. Maybe she just meant to, like go for a swim in the middle of an episode. Yeah, maybe she was like, I'm going to hide in here. You didn't realize it's the water tower, too, or the water reserve, and she came, she jumped in, and maybe she couldn't swim. Couldn't get back out. Yeah. Well, that's some crazy shit. Some crazy shit. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah. Don't go there. (laughs) Well, as we learned from that, that is a really shitty thing to do. So don't play the elevator game because <laughs> it's going to get you stuck at some point like we did, but we did not die. So don't do it. But I found some other games that people play. <clears throat> and some of these I've literally never heard of in my entire life. Um, yeah. I found an article called there was like six different uh, spooky games people play. And, and one of them was obviously Bloody Mary. And for those of you who don't know. Bloody Mary, you say it in the mirror three times, and she's supposed to come and kill you. So, I don't do know, it. When was the first time that you played Bloody Mary? Oh, I played it uh, at, like, my friend's house when I was, like, in Massachusetts or something. We played it, and then I remember, like, his brother, like, screamed as we opened the door, and I, I like, had a panic attack. It was Shit awful. your pants? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I played it for the first time at church camp. 
Church Murder. <laughs> I want to watch that movie called Church Murder. Is that a movie? No. Oh. It should be. It should be. We could make a really campy horror movie and call it Church Murder. Oh, Bloody Mary. But there was one one on here that I had no idea. It's called... Oh. <clears throat> the 11 Mile Game. Have you heard of this one before? No. It's where... Okay, so I'm going to kind of like... There's, there's a ridiculous amount of steps. But basically... Um, when you finish this, you're supposed to wish for like, you know, fortune or fame, that sort of thing. And it's going to like, you need to check your card and it should be in the, in the back or your life is about to change. It's one of those games. Okay. Um, but you have to find a stretch of uh, land that is exactly 11 miles long with a dead end in the middle of a forest. It can't be next to it. can't be like adjacent, you know, nearby. Like it has to be in the middle of a forest. And okay. you can't listen to the music or the radio. You you uh you're not allowed to open your doors or windows. Do not stop the car to investigate or anything. Do not use your phone or any device. That sort of thing. So you are not allowed to drive faster than 30 miles an hour. This is mostly like a safety hazard, so you don't die. But there's like here, I'll read you some of the steps of like what's supposed to, or like what's supposed to happen when you drive down these 11 miles. Okay. Um, the fir- the first mile. Nothing much will happen. It may get a little cold. You can turn on the heat if it gets too cold. Keep driving. Uh, third mile, you will begin to see movement around you. Don't take off. Don't take like your eyes off the road. But you know the most important thing: keep driving. The fourth mile, ignore the voices. That's what it says. Ignore the voices. Keep driving. And then to like the ninth mile, your car might stall or something. But don't worry. Turn it back on. Keep going. It's going to, the basically, it, these things are supposed to be around you, and to, they want you to stop. They don't want you to get to the end. And then when you go to the end, when you finally get to the end, you can make your wish, go on home. But apparently people say you have PTSD for, like, the rest of your life because of this. Oh. Yeah. So I don't want to play that one. That was that was not scary. Christ. Yeah, that one's kind of spooky. <laughs> it's not me. I just, I have a theory, like, are the things that are surrounding you, supposedly, while you're driving down this stretch of 11 miles, is it, they're, mm-hmm. like, trying to stop you because they don't want you to be, like, this, like, successful, they don't want your wish to come true? Yeah, basically. Huh. They don't want your wish to come true, so they're going to try to stop you at all costs. But, spooky. like, your instructions are to, like, keep driving your car stops, just turn it back on, keep driving, don't look away, don't look in the back seat, just look forward. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, no. You have to do this one alone, like, you can't bring a friend with you, because it won't work. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, so that's the 11-mile game. Um, Another one that I thought was really fun for the family is called the Closet Game. Have you heard of this one? I think so. And it's not the one you and I both played for, like, 20 years. Um, before we came out. <laughs> Fuck you. Ghost gaze. <laughs> That's not going to be a thing. That's not going to be like a thing where you burn me and then you go, ghost gaze. Ghost gaze. 
I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. Um, Okay, so the closet game. (laughs) Okay. So you need. That's not our closet game. Yeah, yeah, it's a different closet game. This is this one's for the straights. Uh, This closet game, you need a closet, (laughs) obviously, (laughs) a match. And something to light the match. And you can't have a lighter. It specifically says you can't have a lighter. Because uh, you are supposed to... You step into the closet with the unlit match. And then say the words, show me the light or leave me in darkness. You should hear a demon whisper to you. And it's probably something along the lines of, surprise, motherfucker! Oh. That's what it says here. I'm yeah, assuming you think? that's what it's supposed to say. Yeah. Yes, so when you hear the whisper, you must immediately light your match, step out of your closet. If you lit the match in time and didn't get pulled into hell by the closet demon, then congratulations, you won the game. That's it. That's so spooky. You're right, that is a game for straight people, though. Yeah, because who the fuck would do something like that without any sort of reward, you know what I mean? Like, What's the right, point? Just the to point? summon the demon? Oh, and you also can't use the closet ever again. You can't open the door ever again. So, what's the point? This is something you do to, like, your enemy, you know? Oh. <laughs> like, your mortal enemy. <laughs> what? If I ever got married and I had, like, a really nasty divorce, I would <laughs> be like, you can totally have the house. Like, listen, I, you know, we both fucked up, but you could totally have the house. And then I would do this to her. In, like, multiple closets. <laughs> and then, like, multiple closets and just, like, not tell her. I would sneak into Constine's house <laughs> and put it in her closet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should do an episode on that demon. That's not a haunting. <laughs> I mean, What's she my life? haunting. She haunted you, but that's, she's not a ghost. Can you imagine if we did a whole episode of that and then just sent her the episode? Oh, my God. Oh, okay, so I have another another game. Yes, okay. Uh, it's, uh, where is it? Oh, it's called The Midnight Game. Have you heard of this one? No. Okay, so this one is exhaustingly long. You need, like, a candle and, like, plenty of matches. Pen and paper, something to draw your blood with. Uh, So you have to, like, write your name, gather your supplies, and then prick yourself with blood. Um, uh, And then you have to, like, place the paper with your name and blood in the front of a wooden door. Turn off lights, electronics, everything. Um, I don't know why everyone, like, insists on turning off all your lights. Because that just sounds awful, but... That's your step. <laughs> and then you have to it's light the candle to, like, in the dark. Remove the barrier. Yeah, and I get it, but like it's horrifying and I would never yeah. do this. Um, okay, so then you like you light your candle and once it has reached eleven fifty nine, set your lit candle next to the paper and begin knocking your door twenty two times, completing the twenty second knock as the clock strikes midnight. Exhausting. Okay. So, there's more. <laughs> there's more. Um, after the 20-second knock, your door will blow open and blow out your candle. Um, and oh. you have to close your door immediately and relight your candle. 
Um, <laughs> okay, this is where the exhausting part gets in, comes in. You have to move around your house until 3.33 a.m. So for three and a half hours, you have to walk around your house holding a lit candle. Um, and you cannot taunt the Midnight Man. Do not see, like, don't, don't, don't talk to him if you see him. If, like, you see him in the corner of your eye, don't look at him, you know, don't, don't, just don't do the thing. Um, do not leave your house. Do not sleep. Do not turn on any lights or anything. Um, because if he catches you, he'll rip your organs out. Hooray! Ha! Uh-oh. Um, uh, so, basically, this is another one for the straights, for the dum-dums. Sorry, straights. But you're dumb. Um where you just conjure it for no fucking reason, and then you play the game, and if you win, you you get to keep your life. Oh. It sounds awful. These people and their games with the ghosts. I know that we played the elevator game, but, like, <laughs> some of these are so ridiculous. Like, there's no reward. Why would you do it? Yeah, it's just to play a game with a demon? No. No. Especially like, the, that's just asking to get murdered. Yeah, and especially the closet one. Now you can't use your closet. Ever. <laughs> You were just, like, so blown away by that aspect of it. Like, Where am I supposed to put my clothing? Where am I supposed to put the shit that I don't need when company comes over? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so we have a little special trailer for you from one of my new favorite podcasts called Mothman is Our Friend, where, well, I'll let them talk. Hi, I'm Megan. Hi, I'm Nicole, and we have a bi-monthly podcast called Mothman is Our Friend. As hopeful skeptics, we delve into and usually debunk some of the spookiest urban legends out there. We also love to share the history of cryptids, ghosts, aliens, and other creepy phenomenon. Listeners, be warned, we tend to get off topic and share our increasingly unhinged theories about Star Wars. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Enjoy! Wow! Wow! Wow. 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 Yeah, listen to Mothman is our friend. Wow. We totally didn't just say at the intro and then wow. and then five seconds later just say wow to the trailer. Wow. But yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Ghost Gaze Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Ghost underscore Gaze. And if you want to send us your scary stories, email them to us at ghostgazepodcast at gmail.com or my cat will be sad. All right, friends, stay safe, stay spooky, and remember, if you see a ghost out there, who are you going to call? The Ghost Gaze. Penis, penis, Polly loves the ghost gaze. Are you podcasting from the bathtub right now?